0: So much appeal, a great place to get a seafood meal, Miami, 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 you've got style. Picture at Los Angeles, 2018.
1: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And
0: I'm Carrie Doherty. And this
1: is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk
0: about it. And we just watched season seven, episode 11, Room 7, which aired on November 23rd, 1991, and is the one where Sophia dies a little and also Blanche visits her... Grandmother's plantation that she doesn't want to get blowed up.
1: When you said dies a little, that makes me think of pukes a little in your mouth and it just it just it discredits Sophia's experience. Or like
0: I died a little inside just mm. now when you said that: I died a little inside. Is that a song? I don't should be It could be well, you I just died wrote
1: one. a little inside when you left and now I gotta pay rent
0: alone, alone
1: and it's really hard human trafficking.
0: Whoa! <laughs> that song had a twist in it that I didn't see coming. Yes, I know. Here's what I love about this episode. i Tell I, me what for, you love.
1: We're on a Golden Girls podcast. That's a great opportunity yeah. for you to do that. Yeah.
0: Well, first I have a story about Norman Lear. Jk. Jk. <laughs>
1: um.
0: So Blanche and Sophia on this show don't often have a ton in common, yeah. right? We, we yeah. never see them kind of like we don't see them pairing off that much. No. Because, you know, Sophia is always making fun of Blanche. But I like that they have this. I thought this was a very clever episode in that both the A and the B story thematically tied in very nicely together. So Sophia and Blanche had this parallel Mm -hmm. where they both are trying to convince other people that they can communicate and talk to and experience their loved ones who have passed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's it's uh, uh, This episode's very sweet. Creepy, but very Creepy sweet. Creepy
0: at times, yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, the whole, like, and also a bit ridiculous, but I do love that Sophia uses her near-death experience to do something that she's done oftentimes, where she's all like... Well, you don't like what I'm doing. I'm going to go do it worse. And, like, she just, like, ups the Annie and just yeah. goes to town. And
0: and jumps off a roof. Jumps
1: off a roof. <laughs> I mean, she jumps off a
0: roof. Yeah. On Rose. Onto Rose. I'm sorry, too. Rose? Charlie.
1: And she also has a near-death experience, though.
0: Yeah, because, yeah. Rose is, um... i i was concerned (laughs) at rose's well-being
1: during this episode
0: because rose is so dumb in this episode i was like oh honey well i'm i'm concerned for your well-being she's
1: dumb but then at the very end the very end we realize she's not so dumb it's like an episode of inception where the person you don't think is going to be that person becomes that person because at the very end she goes just kills you, doesn't it? When she ends at the that bottles Kaiser, of beers, so say she
0: <laughs> Kaiser so everybody. She Kaiser so
1: the episode when she's like aware of what she's doing.
0: All right. Well, we'll get into her dumbness in a little bit. Let's jump to the beginning straight straight out the gate. Blanche is so upset that. They're tearing I down just the most.
1: Do not believe it.
0: I love it when an episode opens with like just Dorothy just having her cup of coffee, reading the paper, and Blanche is like, "I am just done." I think
1: I learned how to experience mornings from Dorothy Spornak. Really? Because like when I wake up in the morning, I am I am not one of those people that just like gets up, gets the coffee, goes, goes, goes. That's I like. Me. Make the coffee. Go to the bathroom. Wait. I eat a banana while I wait for my first cup of coffee, and then I check the news, and then I drink the coffee, and I read the news. And so
0: you're the Dorothy. I'm
1: going through the morning very slowly. And I'm the
0: Blanche that comes over and goes, "Guess what? Yeah,
1: no. See, I don't. I am not moving that fast in the morning. This is why. But I am consuming a lot of news. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm getting to know what happened in the world while I slept.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what Dorothy does. Yeah, um, and Blanche is just. I wish. I wish they had started using different words for her when she comes in. Like, I want her here to be go go like, well, I am just flummoxed, or like, <laughs> I'm stymied,
1: stymied,
0: stymied. That's like, not... I am just, I am just absolutely bewildered.
1: Okay, that I would <laughs> work, but not stymied. Stymied just makes it look like she's like in some some weird contractual like disagreement with someone. Okay, maybe I use that right one correctly. Stymied. <laughs>
0: Anyway... They're tearing down Grammy Hollingsworth plantation, plantation, which
1: immediately makes me think of slaves.
0: Yeah, I mean they should.
1: I mean, yeah, they should.
0: If they don't turn it into a civil rights museum, which even if they did, might be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, there are. Yeah, they're down. We
1: talked about this on the last episode, maybe, or or maybe it was in a conversation this week. But they, um, there was a no, it was at dinner earlier this week. Uh, the, some plantations, like when you go on plantation tours, there are some that are ridiculous. And you go on like the owner of the plantation with the grandiose house and the, you know, the the beautiful white house and all of that. And, that, and it's a pretty house, sure. But you walk through and you're like, this is built in the back of the slaves. But yeah. there are some, at least the ones I went to in Louisiana, where you first tour the slave quarters. Mm-hmm. So it, it actually makes them the main house seem Disgusting, yeah. Like it, it, puts it in perspective right. in a really beautiful way. Yeah, that or a really sobering way, I should say. That um, that shows the reality of the situation. Yeah, and, and what the plantation is built on. Uh, that's
0: yeah, that's yeah. a great way to give that kind of tour. I think so. Yeah, too. to give context to like, well, while these people were living this way, yeah, they had slaves because like <laughs> you
1: don't even think of the slave owners as you're on the tour because you're thinking of the plight of the people who were enslaved, right? Which you know you should be thinking of when right. you're at. And even when, like, you're at the fucking White House, you should be thinking of the fucking slaves yeah. that built that White House yeah. that, that 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 man is sitting in right now eating McDonald's.
0: You were, it's so funny. You were talking about how you're a Dorothy in the morning, but you just had a Blanche moment.
1: Well, because it's, it's like it's one o'clock now.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> I've had all of my now coffee you're Blanche. and now I've moved yes. on to water and I just had some peanut butter and crackers. I've had my snacks.
0: Uh, Dorothy <laughs> makes a great joke when she's like, they're tearing down the most important building in my history. She's like, mattress world. <laughs> so great. So anyway, is What would be the upset? most
1: important building in your history?
0: I mean, probably the house I grew up in. Yeah,
1: same. Well, not the house I grew up in, but the house that I moved in with my mother when I was like 11. Mm-hmm. That was very important to me.
0: Did she still live there?
1: No, no. We recently sold that house. Yeah. But we owned it for a while. Did
0: then- you chain yourself to the radiator?
1: No, I let it go. It was a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house made for like eight or nine people living in it. Did I- you
0: take a wind chime before you left?
1: No, no. Okay. Um, but I believe my mom took the air conditioning unit.
0: As so, she should. Yeah,
1: that's the memory because air conditioning is very important to my family. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the fridge is probably, is probably too big to take Actually, anyway. at
1: the bottom of my, like, cover letter, it says, I look forward to, like, Speaking with you at your earliest convenience, preferably in a well-air-conditioned room.
0: That's really funny.
1: Because that's what I I want. bring
0: you in for an interview. I was like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah,
1: I want air conditioning. Yeah. I need circulation.
0: That's like at the bottom of my resume, I used to put under like skills. I used to put Kristen Shaw impression. So I was like, (laughs) I don't know. That's just weird. Nobody has that on their resume. Nobody does that. I, in fact, the other
1: day, so there's a nude podcast that... um, Nude? New. Okay. That I'm on. Yeah. Sorry to break this to you, Carrie. You know about (gasps) this. It's called You're Making It Work. Yes, it's coming soon. Um, but uh, and it's with Elliot Glazer and Brent Sullivan. And when we were recording in the studio, we like because Brent is the one that gets hot, you know, or mm-hmm. gets cold, gets cold really easily. So Elliot and I co opted it and, and turned the the AC down to like 68 so we could be That's freezing. Great, yep.
0: Um, Guys, I will, if you stay to the very end of the episode and listen to all of our plugs, I'll do my Kristen Schaal impression because I'm, people are now wondering. I
1: can't wait It's for not that. that great, but
0: people are wondering. Can't so wait. I'm so excited. Then, so let's dive back in. Uh, while Blanche and Dorothy are in the kitchen, Rose calls out from the other. It's so jarring yeah. where they're just having a conversation and making jokes about Matter's World and she's like, come quick. Sophia's passed out. And then... This isn't working! They go in. It is so unsettling to see... To see Sophia passed out, like, and her body's kind of, like, hunched over and her legs are stiff. And, you know, Betty White as an actress can't actually perform the Heimlich maneuver on a Getty. She'd probably break her ribs. So she's doing it very gently. And then Dorothy and Blanche are just standing there.
1: Well, yeah. Why it's isn't so anyone strange. calling 911? Nobody's
0: calling 911. They just walk in and she's like, I don't know. I'm just here. No, that would no, no. be my
1: first reaction is to call 911. Yeah, it yeah. was just
0: very I was like, "Oh, there's not enough the, the there's not the all the action that's happening right now. Everything's very calm. Everything mm-hmm. like, you know, compared to the dire situation that's going on. Um so while Rose is giving Sophia the Heimlich maneuver, we she travel goes to, to heaven. We travel to heaven, well, which what is what we think is heaven. What we think is heaven, which yeah. is basically like a really like a really blown out like photo studio. Which I wouldn't like. like it's I don't like
1: bright spaces.
0: It was very bright.
1: Very bright. It was very bright. Too bright. It's
0: basically a, a giant cloud, and like you hear the wind blowing. It's and like stuff. walking
1: into Walmart. I find Walmart to be very bright.
0: Yeah, at night when you go in. Those, yeah,
1: because those lights are on. Those
0: lights are on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The guy who greets her is very excited because their first televangelist is coming. Yeah, that joke went over very well with the studio audience. Well, I
1: think it's because of uh, in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, they were all Tammy Faye. Faye. Baker. Not just that, not just her though. Um, but but like, and Jim Baker was her mm-hmm. husband. Uh, but like a bunch of others, like there was like that was a huge story back in the day. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that went over well with They're the audience. probably that
1: week there was something too. I bet probably. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then Sal shows up, yeah. and, and she's like, "Who is that?" And he's like, "I'll give you a hint." <laughs> and he does a sweet little laugh. And <laughs> you dirty rat. <laughs> his his impression is as good as my Kristen Shawl impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I also love that um, Sophie is like, I, "I like I don't hurt anymore. Like my arthritis is gone. My teeth, teeth, our teeth, teeth, our teeth. teeth.
1: I can't. I'll never be able to say that because most of my teeth aren't real teeth."
0: Yeah, but maybe someday your teeth will be teeth again.
1: Mm, I don't want to die to find that out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'd be fine just not I'm fine being dying. fake. Yeah. Um, so anyway, her and Sal have like a quick little chit-chat. Not yeah. very long. Um, and then Sophia comes to, because even though she's choking on something, we go back and Rose is giving her the Heimlich, and it's almost like she, she just... Like was maybe drowning and like, but nothing comes up. She gives yeah. you the Heimlich and she's just like, and she coughs and she's fine. Maybe she swallowed whatever was lodged in her throat. Um, and Sophia, uh, there's a great line where um, Dorothy says something like, oh, Rose just saved your life. And she was like, I was in heaven with your father. Thanks for nothing, you nitwit. <laughs> and she's pissed. So anyway, Sophia's just had this uh, near-death, experience. near-death experience. And Blanche
1: is just like, well, back to my problem.
0: Anyway, like I was saying, Dorothy, about my grandmammy's plantation, like it was so funny, yeah, so Blanche, um, it made me laugh so hard. And she keeps talking about the plantation, and Sophia's like, "Hello, did I mention I died?" Okay, great. Um,
1: that was a great cutaway joke when she's just like,
0: "Did I mention I died?" Yeah, and then it like
1: cuts cuts in. It either. was I love so it.
0: great. So now that Sophia's had this near death experience, yeah. She's you know feeling that zest for life the same way that Rose did uh-huh,
1: when she had her near when death when she experience. had her
0: NDE yeah and she's like I'm gonna go live by the beach with some yeah. flight attendants yeah in this nice apartment I guess it
1: was it didn't look nice it, it was looked, I it, mean it, it looked, looked like she was living in a dreamsicle
0: it was
1: <laughs> you know it, like it was so like <laughs> like orange and oh my god and, that
0: was yeah oh god. No. I, if we named episodes based on the funniest thing said during the podcast, <laughs> this one we called "It looked like she was living in a dreamsicle." It's true. That was great. Thank you. Um. So. Uh, so there a great moment where Dorothy like uh, opens the kitchen door, and Sophia's like, "The light, the light! I'm coming to you, Sally," <laughs> and Dorothy is just not having it. Come on!
1: I think it's because, I mean, and we get to this later on, but Dorothy is like, doesn't want her mom to die.
0: Yeah, of course. And oh gosh, that's such a sweet moment. I wrote down so much of that, her like monologue. But also like, you're both old. Like,
1: (laughs) you should, you should recognize that this is coming.
0: Yeah, but. I mean,
1: sure, you never want anyone to die, but at the same time, it's like your mother's 183 years old. Like, she's going to die soon. Yeah. But in fact, she's going to live on Many different television series, the John Larroquette show, Empty Nest. She's going to make guest appearances. I think, in fact, she holds the record as the character that made the most guest appearances on other episodes as the same character.
0: Oh, I believe that. I
1: believe I I mean, I believe that's true. I could be wrong. Someone could fact check me, but I've read
0: that somewhere. I like to think it's true. So for me, it's going to remain true. So Blanche comes in and she's basically like, "I need to go to Atlanta because mm-hmm. I I need to say goodbye to the plantation."
1: And Dorothy is giving her a dose of reality, being like, "Bitch, that it's all is middle of the night. That's an all night drive. We we'll have to stay at a
0: motel." I really liked because you know me, I'm logic police. That yeah. I would have been like, "All right, okay, how long does it take to drive from Miami to Atlanta?" Blah blah blah. I would have done that whole thing. Dorothy did it for me. I very much appreciate it. Miami's
1: at the bottom of the state. I mean, it's very easy. Miami's at the bottom of the state. That's a good, like, I mean, I don't know Florida too well, but we would drive to Orlando. Mm -hmm. And I know once you get past the Florida border, it's like four hours. To Orlando, so Miami's even south, well, south of that. I
0: know Atlanta, because I used to live in Savannah, and Atlanta was about four hours away, and you were kind of going northwest. Yeah. So, so like, Atlanta's kind of up there in Georgia. Yeah, so I mean, we're probably than, talking, like, I feel like maybe a 10-hour drive. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe so not. So, Dorothy's on point. She's right. I also went from Savannah to New York City in, like, 12 to 14 you know hours. I'll just
1: Google it right now. Okay, you Keep Google going. it.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about, okay, this is where the part of the podcast where I'm going to talk about my concern for Rose's well (laughs) being. So Rose, I'm going to break all these down because separately they just, they don't hold as much weight. But when we talk about them all together, we as an audience and as golden girls fans can all collectively say, yes, I too am concerned about Rose. Um, so Blanche has tricked Rose into driving to Atlanta by drawing a treasure map. Nine hours and 23 minutes. Nine hours. Okay. So yeah, we were about right. We said 10 hours. Yeah. Um, So Rose, who has overheard Blanche say that her grandmother's plantation in Atlanta is going to be torn down, thinks that there's there's a treasure. Oh, and it just happens to be in Atlanta. And then when they get to the plantation there's no record of the, tre- you know what I mean? Rose is like, Oh, where's he- Well, the treasure should be here. Let's find the treasure. Like they have somehow between the time they've left and the time they've gotten there, they've somehow tricked Rose further or made her forget that she's mm-hmm. after a treasure. Cause that would have been a great, just Rose on a treasure hunt for the rest of the episode. That would have been hilarious. It would have been. Didn't happen. Yeah. A little bit later when they're at the plantation and Blanche says she can feel Grammy in the room her Grammy's spirit. That's creepy. Rose starts looking for her under yeah. the bed in the closet. Do you think Rose thinks she's looking for a ghost? Do you think Rose thinks she's looking for a corpse? Like a <laughs> mummified corpse. Like that story you've told multiple times in the podcast about uh-huh. that doctor that loved corpses. Yeah.
1: Someone just recently posted that. on. Yeah. Your face yeah. lit up upon mention of him. I know. I love it. It's my favorite story. So
0: <laughs> a few minutes later, thanks to the
1: listener who found that on the Buzzfeed and you know, Sent it to us.
0: You love reading anything you can about it.
1: Know that I got to it first.
0: Yes. Then a few minutes later... When Dorothy pretends to be the voice of her dead grandmother and goes yeah. like, oh, Blanche, you peck wood. Rose is standing. <laughs> Silly peck of wood. Two feet away from Dorothy yet yeah. has gets all scooby doo and shaggy scared. She's like, oh, feats don't fail me now and runs out of the room. Which frightened. It's a
1: great Rose line. And I had used many years after seeing this episode. Oh, I love feats don't like, fail me I now. I still use it sometimes.
0: However, I'm worried for Rose. Rose is Rose's one more of those moments away from being Kathy Bates in misery. I don't know why. <laughs>
1: she's not <laughs> like, stalking anybody. No, but
0: like the weird the sort of She's like
1: Kathy Bates in fried green tomatoes. Okay.
0: I mean, but but the she's and I know there are some listeners out there that are like, leave Rose alone. They're I'm, all like leave them. Britney alone with it. With I get them. it. I'm just man oh man, they really were liberal with the Rose naivete I so. in I this mean, episode.
1: we can, we can ask, um, past guest and friend of the podcast, Tracy Gamble, who wrote this episode about his intentions on making Rose mentally insane.
0: No, no. You way. should send him wanna, an email. We don't want to bother him. Why not? Um, I will say, however, one thing I did like was, um, Rose's, uh, road trip, Uh, Games Oh my god
1: The best The best Dorothy uh, Dorothy Bo
0: Barthy Banana Fana Foforthy Me my Moro Morthy Dorothy
1: And then Rose Or then Dorothy goes get out <laughs> and like so literally good. the audience loses it and you don't even fucking see you don't.
0: it it's over stock footage of it's cars driving footage. down the highway at night so good i didn't know i forgot that they all went i was like oh yeah that's right yeah. i for a minute there thought that just rose and uh blanche were gonna go until oh, we weird. were in the car yeah, must yeah not be I, a I true golden forgot. girls fan i know stop <laughs> so they get to the plantation which as a set beautiful is beautiful yeah and they've got a lot of like Warm, like sun, quote yeah. unquote sunlight. They're all
1: in their nice little color palettes. Roses in blue, Blanche's in yellow, Dorothy's in pink. Like it's and very
0: Rose and Blanche are in all yellow, yeah, and all blue, yeah, like very bright. You
1: would spot them in a crowd of mourners.
0: Yes, yeah, yes, you would. <laughs> you really would. You'd spot them in a crowd of it'll, it. anywhere. Um, I love the guy, and I feel like he just like nailed his audition the like the head of the construction team or whatever um apologies to architects or people working in construction if i don't know the real name when he comes in and he's like um we're going to blow this place up in 2 hours i get to push the plunger cuz it's my birthday right. <laughs> like he's so excited he can barely contain himself <laughs> i
1: he was great he, you know he's still talking about that
0: yeah it was if, if he's still alive. If he's still alive. It was great. He <laughs> was like, he was like a Molly Shannon SNL character. Yes, like, yes. I get the because it's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> or like a good Amy Sedaris character.
1: I like how when Blanche goes up and, you know, kind of begs him to, to go, like, spend a few minutes upstairs mm-hmm. and everything. And she does it as if he's protesting, but he's not protesting at all. He's like, okay,
0: <laughs> give me yeah. an hour.
1: Like, you know.
0: I was also surprised that there wasn't a moment where she tried to use her sex appeal to Um, keep it. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been fun to see Blanche handcuffed to the radiator and all these dudes come in and she's like... Now you wouldn't want to hurt little old me. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like I wanted to see I f- when Blanche is in desperate situations, she tries to use her sex appeal to get out of it. I was yeah. a little surprised she didn't.
1: Well, she does own a pair of handcuffs.
0: I know. I, I know. I feel like she's got them in her Did car. Did they make a she joke about her- that? No, they yeah, didn't. Yeah, that was so
1: strange. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. There should have
0: been. Yeah. Where she, she puts them on and then somebody else like. I
1: I missed it, but no. Yeah, no, they didn't. They
0: didn't. Yeah. Yeah, they could have been like, yeah. Did you she's like, No, I have I keep these in my purse. Yes.
1: I got two pairs, one for home, one for the go. But
0: they did make a joke where um she said uh they were like, How long do you think you can stay handcuffed? And she was like, Well, my personal best is 32 hours. But of course then I had somebody to play with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so
0: great. Um so yeah, Blanche goes up to room seven. Yeah. Which is because they turned it into a bed and breakfast, smart. which is why. Yeah. 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 Very smart. Yeah. Um, again, could have been like a civil rights museum, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, so she goes up to her old room and like, you know, she's just very, it's fun to see the women reminisce. Like when Dorothy and Sophia go back to the yeah. old apartment in Brooklyn and, and, you know, she's talking about how when she was a young girl, she would go out into the balcony and the men would sing to her. I see London. I, I see France.
1: I uh, see blanches
0: underpants underpants I love it <laughs> um and and you know and you can tell they've been there a while Dorothy I wants to go I thought about the logistics
1: of that and like if you look at the balcony there it's like cement which means then she really had to like spread her legs.
0: Like she was sitting on the edge. Yeah, basically.
1: Like she basically had to like push herself over for them to really see anything. Yeah. Unless they were just being playful.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe they were just being playful. Maybe Maybe they wanted to see her underpants.
1: I mean, who wouldn't? I would.
0: Yeah. Although I think she says when she would go out there when she was like 10. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess what she means is the boys were sexualized even back then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so Dorothy, like, they've been there a few hours. Dorothy mm-hmm. wants to go. They've got a long drive ahead of them. Dorothy's She's like, very you've shown us the seven places you've lost your virginity. Um, <laughs> there's a great line with Blanche. I
1: hear Jackie Beat from Golden Girls Live saying that. You showed us the seven places you lost your virginity.
0: So, yeah. You got, yeah. You both do away. I, you know I can't do Dorothy. You know Blanche is my strong suit. Yes. Uh, strong-ish suit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So there's a great line where Blanche goes like, but no, my my Grammy, she's in this room and Sophia goes, Hey man, cool. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard when she said that. Like, hey man, cool, cool. I'm into it, and then uh, and then of course Rose looks under the bed and blah 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 blah. Yeah. So Blanche, you know, says that even after her Grammy died, she kept coming to her and talking to her. Yeah. And that's when she handcuffs herself to the radiator. I mean,
1: I believe it because that's basically the basis of the sixth sense. And like, I'm on board. I get it. I get it, Blanche. Whoa!
0: Spoiler.
1: I mean, (laughs) it's been years, guys. It's called Netflix. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. She is. She
1: sees dead people.
0: Yeah, but just one.
1: Well, no, and her ex-husband, too.
0: Yeah, but that was a dream. But yes, yes, it was a dream. She sees dead people.
1: Yes. (gasps) Doesn't matter how she sees them. She's seeing dead people.
0: Can you imagine if there was a moment where Blanche was chained up to the radiator and then, like, Dorothy's looking at her and she's like, and you see her breath while she's talking and she's like, but they don't know they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the camera shows Dorothy and you'd think the audience would be like oh she's saying but they don't know they're dead and now we're seeing Dorothy so, so Dorothy's dead but we don't actually pick up on it until the very end when they do the reveal Wow, oh, yeah. that was something M. Night Shyamalan said he was like I was worried the audience would get it because Haley Joel Osment is saying they don't know they're dead while the camera pushes in on Bruce Willis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I was sure everybody would get it but they're dumb no. Anyway, so Blanche, I, I thought this was also a very strong act break moment with a very mm-hmm. strong act break line where she handcuffs herself and she goes, if they're going to blow this place up, they're going to do it with me in it. Yeah. Act break. Yeah. That is a great act break moment, I mean, you writers hear, out there.
1: You hear a click of handcuffs. That is a moment to cut to <laughs> commercial.
0: So then they come back and this is where Dorothy does her thanks for the lovely prayer, but as Blanche's <laughs> grandmother... <laughs> Wasn't me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Blanche, this is your Grammy! Y'all get yourself out of here, you dumb peck of wood. <laughs> What is Dorothy doing? What is her reference she, for she's, Southerners? She's
1: using everything she has in her wheelhouse to get the fuck out of where there. Where did she so hear she Peckerwood can, from? So she can get back and watch her programs of her best friend, Jessica Fletcher, Murder, She Wrote. That's yeah. what she wants to do. Oh,
0: God. Dorothy totally watched Murder, She Wrote. Oh, you, all the time. That would have been all such a fun, winky thing yeah. if there were an episode where Dorothy was like, Murder. She wrote. I love this show. Yeah, but
1: it was CBS. They couldn't do it.
0: Oh, yeah. Was I don't. Know. By season seven, though, if B. Arthur was like, I want to mention my friend Angela Lansbury, they would <laughs> Lansbury. Have, she would have said Angela Lansbury.
1: Lansbury.
0: Lansbury. Um. So there's such a great joke where. Um, Blanche, of course, is still chained up. She doesn't want to go. She's like, "Dorothy, you don't understand. They're going to tear it down and build a cheap motel." She's like, "So you'll be back." <laughs> <laughs> um, this is when Sophia goes up onto the roof and jumps into a haystack,
1: and well, with Rose in it.
0: Well, Rose was yeah on the f- ground. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um loved that dummy that just goes flying down. I always love it when someone throws <laughs> Me a dummy. Too. <laughs> On a te- on a television sitcom, yeah, it's man, super good. There's nothing better than hearing a voice, very very much off screen, go "Look out below," etc., and then to see, like a f- ten pound dummy,
1: dead weighted dummy, just
0: with like with joints that don't bend, yep. just with straight arms and legs, yeah, full of stuffing.
1: Oh, so good, so man, good. yeah.
0: I'd be I'd be curious to know, audience, what's your favorite? Moment in a situational comedy where a dummy is thrown. There's one, I'm thinking and then an of, actor gets up from down below with a little dirt and leaves on them, and they brush themselves off and say, "I'm okay." There's one I'm
1: thinking of where they they did a really funny mock of that where there's it clearly was a dummy, and then all of a sudden the actor like gets up next to it or something. I'm forgetting what it was though. I'll Every remember.
0: television show from the 80s. No, the but 90s. they they like
1: did it where it was like a tongue-in-cheek. Like, see, They are mm-hmm. using a dummy. Mm. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Um, Leave it in
1: the Facebook comments, guys.
0: So Sophia, so this is a moment I love so much. Um, Sophia, uh, Blanche is handcuffed. Dorothy and Rose are downstairs. Sophia comes up to talk to Blanche and she says to her, she's like, Blanche, I want to be here when the dynamite goes off. I want to ride the rocket with you. (laughs) I love this new lease on life, Sophia. Um, Because in this moment, Sophia and Blanche are both in positions where, as I was saying at the beginning, like they're both communicating with a loved one who's passed on Mm -hmm. and everybody's kind of against them. Everybody's kind of trying to convince them that it didn't happen. Especially
1: Dorothy more so than Mm -hmm. anybody. Especially Dorothy. Yeah. And then Rose just kind of just goes with it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Sophia says, um, you know, when she had her near death experience, she said, Dorothy's father sent me a very special message for her and she doesn't want to hear it. And then we do something that I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know that they've done this with, in an episode before but they they flash back to yeah. an earlier moment within the episode yeah. that we didn't see yeah. to provide more context so we flash back to heaven mm-hmm. and
1: which i thought was a little strange but
0: it was it it was it's something it worked, that they don't it worked, it worked.
1: but it was it, I, I feel like it could have been done earlier
0: it it's also uh it's also something you tend to see more in single camera shows, like not these multi-cam shows that have the laugh tracks like the Golden Girls. Good
1: job creative writing, guys.
0: I thought it was very creative to reveal that little bit of information later Yeah, where um, Sal tells Sophia she's not supposed to die yet. And he's like, you know, somebody's got to take care of little Spamoni face. Yeah, And it's a nickname that he gave to Dorothy when she was young and Sophia had never heard it. And he's like, you know, you tell my little Spamoni face, I'm proud of her. Um,
1: That's really sweet Which
0: was really sweet So then Dorothy Finally has her Like big moment Of realization Um, Why am
1: I fighting this?
0: Yes Because she finds And it has such a great Rose The scene has such a great Button at the end of it But uh, Dorothy finds BH written on the fireplace She's like Oh Blanche Hollingsworth I can Here I just wrote it down So I'm gonna do my best Dorothy I can Almost Hear her laughing I can Almost feel her spirit here. And if I can feel her spirit here, why is it so ridiculous that she can feel her grandma upstairs and that Ma was in the white light? Why am I making such a crusade to not believe either one of them? Am I an ostrich with its head in the ground? A narrow-minded ostrich who can only believe what she can feel and see and touch? (laughs) I he, loved that monologue. Where did the ostrich
1: come from? The ostrich that, is such a, I get it. I get the head metaphor. But she get, has her
0: head in the sand and she doesn't see anything else that's around her, only what's right in front of her, which is sand. I
1: just love that they put so much focus on the ostrich.
0: It was, yeah. It, it was great. And then she goes over to her and she's like, Rose, you are so wise.
1: And of course, Rose. This is where Rose, this isn't the Kaiser Sose Rose moment, but it, it it gives a idea of it.
0: She's like, Dorothy, I spoke with the demolition guy. BH stands for blast here. (laughs) (laughs) Then the cavalry comes in. I shouldn't say the cavalry because they're the bad guys. Bad guys close in. It's like the construction worker, a cop. Uh, who's actually like a pretty famous actor. I was like, oh, he's doing this' a tiny role. And then like who two, is it? two teenagers in jumpsuits holding like a saw and like the jaws of life. Um, I can tell you who it was. I don't even so it was Don Stark who played the sheriff. Um, who works a ton, still alive. He was on that 70s show. He played oh. Donna's dad. That's where a lot of people know him from. Oh, okay. um, But yeah, he's in a so he's ton like a of stuff. he's a working actor. Good for he him. He is a working actor. Good for him. Um, yep, working, wow, yeah, as late as this year. Anyway, uh, so they're, they're all about to, I guess, like, saw the handcuffs off of Blanche.
1: And she has a realization where she just comes to Mm -hmm. and...
0: She comes down the stairs. herself. Very calm and yeah. Yeah, that bit, I don't... I mean, I
1: get it. I get what she had. But at the same time, I'm also a little like, it would have been great to have a fight or have some sort of dramatic moment.
0: Yeah, I, I think what we're... You know, what we're supposed to take away is that her Sophia... Her moment with Sophia, I think, just... Yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess she just I mean it works,
1: but at the same time I also feel like it's a bit like, you know, sudden.
0: We I guess we do kind of miss Blanche's turn. Yeah. 'Cause we you know, we she hears Sophia's story, but then we don't come out of it to like we don't, see, like, we don't see Blanche go, Oh, like it would have been I see it would have been
1: a nice throwback for her, not to have had like a heaven moment, but to have had some sign that we see of her grandma speaking to her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like yeah, a, that like would a have bird been nice. on the balcony or like something.
0: Yeah, because it it could have been like if if we came back out of it and Sophia said, you know, um Sal told me yeah. it was time to let go yeah. and go back. You know, to let go of him and go back because it wasn't mm-hmm. my time or whatever. So, if he, yeah, then maybe you could have Blanche thinking, like, maybe that's what my Grammy's trying to tell me. Yeah. It's time to let go. Yeah. And go back home.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh, that would have been so nice. I know, because
1: it felt like, it felt a little like, well, why did she all of a sudden just or un- mm. herself? Oh,
0: yeah. That would have been really nice. But, yeah, she yeah. comes down and she's got the... um. She looks great. Looks the very wind happy. Chime and she goes, Grammy came and told me it was time. Yeah. And then she like very calmly leaves. Um, But before she leaves, so everybody else there, they like decide to give her a moment and um, everybody leaves and it's just Blanche. And she looks around the house and it's a really sweet moment until the creepy children from the the opening theme song of Are You Afraid of the Dark begin laughing. (laughs)
1: Listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. There is nothing more terrifying than children, especially children laughing and groups of children. I will say coming at you with lots of little hands coming to rip you apart and murder you.
0: You're going to be such a great dad someday. (laughs) The echoey. I don't know where this laugh is coming from. Laugh of children. Creepy. Is, is frightening.
1: I look at kids at recess and I go, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> you see them all like in slow motion, like, no, yes. like wiping their dirty hands. Um, so then the women walk in from the trip uh, with Rose singing three bottles of beer on the wall, three bottles of beer. You take one down, pass it around, two bottles of the beer on the wall. Well, I'm off to bed. Yeah, <laughs> Two bottles of beer, two bottles
1: of beer. You ended two bottles of beer, Rose.
0: It's like, yeah, it kind of drives kind of crazy, doesn't it?
1: Which that is the moment. That's the Kaiser Sose moment where Rose reveals herself to not only be self-aware enough to know that she's driving people insane, mm-hmm. but also that she's doing this intentionally just to eat at Dorothy.
0: That Yeah. Which,
1: it- I mean, makes up for all her you know, stupid behavior from the rest of the episode because she's all like, I know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, like wink. Yeah. I did love it because, yeah, Rose didn't have a lot of business in the episode. I mean, no. she saved Sophia's life.
1: But she's still a funny part of the episode. Yeah,
0: but I do like that they gave, like they were like, all right, Rose's thing is going to be um, songs in the car, yeah. like those annoying car songs, yeah. which I thought was really fun. Um, so then Blanche goes to bed and she's like feeling so good and she brings her wind chime. And she leaves Dorothy and Sophia alone. And so, you know, Dorothy's like, oh, I'm just so glad that, you know, she was able to blah, 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 blah. And Sophia's like, oh, so Blanche has a great experience and your mother's a nut. And then this is where, again, Dorothy says what you were saying earlier, where like the fact that you saw the white light scares me. Like, I don't want you to embrace death and Sophia's like, you know, look, you don't have to believe it, but don't take it away from me. Exactly, Which is, yeah, yeah which is such a great message. That's it's how such I a feel message. about Long
1: Island Medium. Uh-huh. Honestly, like... She, I, She's probably full of shit. You may like, not. Yeah,
0: you may not believe in sex. But yet
1: she's not doing anything like malice towards anybody, really. Like, she's not being like, they left money underneath the bed. Like, she's just being like, they want you to move on. They say they're proud of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's a, it's, I didn't have pain. It went quickly. Like, she's giving comfort to people in situations where maybe they're grieving. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, you know, she's doing it randomly, like at the bagel place, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Premieres this weekend. <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: tell everybody about your new job as a producer. I'm not at all. Um, I, yeah, I really like that because whether or not, and you could say it about so many things, like yeah. people who. Like religion, you could be like, whether or not you believe it, whether or not you believe in God, whether or not, like if yeah. it's helping somebody else. And they're
1: not harming anybody else with it. Exactly. Then what's the harm? Then what's
0: the harm? And exactly. you should just like, let them believe It's when they let start them dictating
1: sort of their own beliefs on other people. That's when it gets Right.
0: Bad. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, just let them have it. And yeah. I, and I also think it's like a very, I think it's a relatable story that I think a lot of people have probably experienced in their life yeah. with their friends or relatives. And I just, I thought that it's the... Like, this is a great story.
1: You're a big, big, big fan of The Bachelor. And yeah. I, don't under, Nation. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I think it's gross. I think it's yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that behavior. But I have never done anything unjust towards you to make you realize that you're being an idiot.
0: Right. You, yeah. you embrace it. You you say like, you know what? Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. But I'm happy, I'm happy that it makes you happy yeah. every Monday.
1: Don't talk to me about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, (laughs) uh, so after Sophia says, you know, don't take it away from me, she goes, good night, good night, Spumoni face. And (sighs) Dorothy's like, wait, what?" she's like, I haven't heard that since I was seven, which Dorothy was seven room seven i'm just throwing it out there this is
1: the shining level of that
0: this is room 237 Yep, that's the room from the shining
1: yep this is um,
0: red rum red rum miss
1: Vanji. miss Vanji. gay people listening get it
0: okay yes. i was with you at red rum but <laughs> um so then uh as sophia's headed to bed she's like he says he's proud of you dorothy And Dorothy's like, you know, she says something like, is it is it possible that, you know, is it possible that there are just things that can happen and can just be out there that, you know, strange things that do happen? And she's like,
1: do you believe? Do you believe Dorothy (laughs) coming this fall to the new season of X-Files?
0: Do you believe (laughs) She's like, um, she's and I think Sophia says like, you know, probably more than any of us knows, which is like, yeah, we don't know is the thing. And, and then she's like, Robert, what do you say we throw a sheet over our head and go wait, scare Rose?
1: And then Robert Stack enters the room next time on Unsolved Mysteries.
0: And there's fog that <laughs> follows him.
1: 1-800-876-5353. So
0: great. I love that you know that number. Um, so then we go into uh, Rose's bedroom. No, Blanche's. I'm so sorry. Blanche's bedroom, and the wind chimes are going. And she goes, That would
1: annoy the fuck out of me
0: to go to Rose's bedroom after this. No, the wind oh.
1: chimes. Like, I've had Fraser, yeah, you s- since, like, in your bedroom 2014 or something. And I've just now put a bell on him. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just emotionally gotten to a place where I can have a bell ringing in this house. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe it's calming for her, but yeah, I don't think I'd want a wind chime. Yeah, but she goes. Good night, Grammy. And then we hear that very sweet piano music at the end of really sweet episodes that always makes us cry. It's like the most delicate. I want to learn how to play it. If somebody out there, if one of you guys learns how to play it, watch the end of Room 7. If you learn how to play it, post a video of yourself playing it. We'll share it on social media. That's a lot to ask. No pressure, seriously. If you just like, I can pick that up in five minutes and I like making videos, we'll share it. Um, (laughs) And then the episode's not over, because this is now the second time in a row that they the show has started playing around. You know why I think they did
1: this? What's that? The, the with the we,
0: it's called, so it's called a tag. It's yeah. basically like on any TV show. Uh, it's usually like one, a one page thing and it's usually like a funny button, but it always plays over the credits. So it doesn't have anything to do with your main part of the story. Like it's no big plot stuff. Everything's all resolved. It's a funny button.
1: So Dick Clark's blooper show was like a early nineties sort of hit. Like it was, Mm -hmm. I mean, blooper shows were always kind of a hit, but Dick Clark in the early nineties had a blooper show Mm -hmm. and i have a feeling there was something about bloopers or tags at the end of series that like started becoming really popular because roseanne had done it like a lot of home improvement did Mm -hmm. it a lot of the time like a lot of the shows from that era did it as well so like it became a popular trend to see sort of behind the scenes or like give a little extra bit
0: yeah it's it's a it's a little extra which is nice yeah um and so uh so in over the credits, the, the tag of the episode is uh, that now Blanche is trying to get to sleep and the wind chime yeah. is still playing. And she's like, OK, time, time for bed, Grammy.
1: <laughs> Some of us still have to get our beauty sleep,
0: Grammy. OK, OK, Grammy. O- o- OK, Grammy. So
1: and then and then she says something when she, like, listens to Grammy. She's like, not Peckerwood. What is it? Oh, yeah.
0: She goes. Oh. Uh, uh yeah, she goes like oh, dumb a Wood. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, Which they're is making cute. fun of Dorothy. Yeah, and that's the episode. Yeah,
0: it was. Oh, I just I forgot how much I love this episode. I think yeah. it's really sweet.
1: It's a good episode. It's a little bit creepy, but it's a good episode. The,
0: the laughing children was a bit creepy. But
1: Yeah. Well, also the whole like. Heaven thing is a bit creepy to me, but that's just me. Yeah. Um. Golden takeaways. My golden takeaway from this episode is I remembered my step grandma because I've said many, many times on this this podcast that my grandparents were assholes, um, and they were. They were all. Son of a bitches, like they were bad people, mm-hmm. um, but one grandparent I had was my step grandma who started out a little bitchy, but then after her husband died, my step grandpa she became a little bit cooler and um in her like when she died, she didn't have much money or anything, but she her and I always bonded over um trash magazines, and we loved the Aww. National enquirer, like loved it. I think I've talked about this before, but uh she i got the I got her um subscription to National Enquirer, mm-hmm. and then when it ended, it was like. She's gone. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want to renew it because it's, right. it's actually very expensive. Is it? Yeah.
0: I mean, you got to pay a lot of yeah. Which, which then made me wonder, journalist. like, why
1: she spent money on that when she was not very wealthy. Like, she,
0: I, I mean, maybe money it was her splurging thing. Maybe she just really enjoyed it. Well,
1: money management though probably wasn't her strong suit because she left a lot of debt. But mm. you know, I mean, it's. I still loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my golden takeaway. That's a sweet takeaway. Just away. to remember your loved ones, even if they leave you with a lot of debt.
0: Um, I'm going to go with your golden takeaway. And also, yeah, let's... This is a good day to talk about grandmas. My grandma was awesome. She was like... She was so great. She did this thing. My mom and I uh, joke about it where when she would pick up the phone, I feel like every time she picked up the phone, she would always assume it was like a telemarketer. Yeah. So she'd pick up and go, hello, and then... <laughs> when she noticed that like I'd be like hi grandma she'd go hello like that and it was like such a switch so my mom and I will do that a lot we'll just go hello 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 Hello. um so that's gonna be my powerful takeaway my powerful my powerful golden (laughs) takeaway uh if you have a grandma and she's great call her and tell her you love her um or grandpa or grandpa but I just you know we're kind of going with the grandma theme um guys that has been this week's episode if you're following along with the podcast next week we will be watching from here to the pharmacy Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. go deep in that pharmacist And Ew. I know I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. And as always, thank you guys so, so much for listening and for talking to us on Facebook and Twitter. It's always so cool to talk to all of you guys and share all of the our best. love of the golden girls, the best. And you guys can find us at out on uh, You can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash golden girls podcast or on Twitter. We are at golden girls pod. Where can people find you? Oh,
1: where the, can they find me? Mm-hmm. They can find me at HL and Scott on everything, everything everything
0: you guys can find me at squiddy squid on twitter squidzy on instagram and uh, you can go to imdb.com/show mm-hmm. to watch me on the imdb show um, and we
1: want I do want to thank So if you do want to make A donation to the podcast You can go to OutOnTheLanai.com Slash donate uh, And someone did leave A donation This <gasps> week A oh. very sweet Want to thank you To Michael I'm gonna screw up Your last name Jakovic.
0: Yeah Jerkovic Jakovic. Michael has donated before Yes And Michael. we thank you again Michael We thank, thank you So much <laughs> Okay, and before we go, as promised Here's my shitty Kristen Schaal impression Oh god Hi, uh, I'm Kristen Schaal And uh, I just got married uh, I had two llamas At my wedding, which made me pretty happy uh, But a couple of camels showed up And I was like, back off
1: Okay <laughs>
0: I told you it wasn't that good It's as good as Dorothy's uh, Blanche's grandmother impression
1: <laughs> I love it
0: I told you it wasn't that good. It's been a long time since <laughs> uh, I've done it. It
1: sounded a little bit like, um, what's her name from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? The redhead.
0: You think it sounds like Ellie Kemper?
1: Yeah. A little bit like Ellie Kemper, but okay. like, you know, with a cold.
0: Okay. Should I try this one? I'm Sarah Silverman and, um, is that one any better?
1: <laughs> I think we should close. Okay. How show. about this? I'll do Jerry. <laughs> I'll do
0: Jerry Blank from Strangers with Candy. Um, Hello. I cried when I had no shoes (laughs) until I met a man with no feet. And then I laughed. That one's good. Really hard. That
1: one's good. I can do. Oh, um, that's
0: hilarious. I can do
1: the baby from Dinosaurs. Okay. Hold on.
0: Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. Oh, my gosh. That was really good. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Can you say I'm the baby. Gotta love me. I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Me. Okay, so that one's a little different. Yeah. So it's so it's the I'm the baby, gotta love me. So you gonna okay. do the gotta love me Got up it. and down. Okay. I'm the baby, gotta love me. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Your neighbors hate us right now. I know. Man, <laughs> see guys, that was our own version of a tag. Michael
1: is in the back dying of laughter.
0: Well, we made someone laugh today. We
1: we have one audience member left. Good night, America. Yes. And remember, as always, stay stay golden. golden. Stay golden.